baby, we are back. It is NFL week 14, and we are fired up. We got yeah. Mike Dickinson, we got Brandon Adam, and of course, I'm Flex Shane. We are the DFS Army fantasy football show. And boys, my oh my, mm-hmm. we blink and we're here. We are one week away from the fantasy football playoffs. And I don't know about you guys, but there's certainly a lot of leagues that because we played a lot of competitive leagues. Yeah. So you look at those records, it's pretty damn close, which means for a lot of people, this week is it today? This yeah. is it. This is week yeah. 14. This is the playoffs. They start. This week, and we're here to break down some of the more favorable flex players that we're going to be talking about. So, Mike Dickinson, we haven't seen you for a hot minute. How you doing, brother? Where you hot been? Minute, Where you been hiding? I'm doing great. I've been busy. Every everybody's busy. It's a busy fucking time of year, yeah. man. You got the holidays. You got Thanksgiving here in the states. We got Christmas coming up. So I'm just happy to jump back in. Last show of the year, and uh, ready ready to start looking at some of these rookies and pivot to 2024. Exactly, man. Exactly. We've got to win some chips first. Let's win some chips and then move on to our favorite part of the year is offseason dynasty. <laughs> and then we're gonna then we're gonna just hammer content all summer long to help build those monster dynasty teams. And uh that's what we love to do. We we build monster dynasty. That's what we do. We love dynasty and it's it's gonna be coming. We're pretty much gonna get it going. We got Bali in the house. What's going on, Bali? Thanks for tuning in. It's one of those things where we have a quick pivot. Like come January, it's obviously NFL playoffs, but that's when we go deep. We start breaking into these rookies. And listen, I haven't, I'm not sure any of us, like we, we kind of pay attention, but we haven't really dove into the rookie class. But the general consensus looking forward is that the QB class at the top level, assuming players actually declare for the NFL, is going to be top quality, right? Um, mm-hmm. On the wide receiver front, it sounds like it's going to be a very top heavy in terms of just elite level wide receiver prospects, but it looks to be quite deep as well for them. And then on the running back perspective, eh, we'll see running back depends. We got two guys. Um, some of them are looking to, to go back and declare. So it's going to be a little bit uh, thin at running back, but listen, that's kind of where the NFL is going, right? The NFL, just, just look at your rosters today and the running back crop and all the injuries and just all the, the skank that's out there. That's kind of just where we're at. So yeah. um, we're going to help you navigate that. Of course, where do we hail from? We go. We hail from dfsarmy.com. Dfsarmy.com. Go check it out. Give well. First of all, give us a follow in your favorite uh, social media. But go, go give DFS Army a follow over there on X, aka Twitter, and you will see. I, I don't exaggerate here. Like literally every single day, every single week, we have real members winning real significant cash. Like we're talking. 30,000, 40,000. We have a couple of million makers. We have a couple of people who have won ha- or $500,000 over at DFS Army. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the Sharp app. That's more so for, for those of you who like to go and do uh, sports betting. Um, like me, guy, a degenerate. Like, like Brandon, <laughs> degenerate. Total yeah, degen. So, uh, one of our coaches over in the Discord, his name is Mutz. Yeah, I know, great name. But uh, he's been giving out a free bet every single week on this season. And so far, he is um, 16 for 17. Okay, only one of his bets hasn't cashed so far this year. So go give him a follow, and uh, it's going to be a good thing. We got Ash Irie. What chips would you say salt and vinegar? Oh, Oh, salty vinegar or smoky Salt and vinegar, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got like all. Yeah. There you go. Another guy won 25K last uh, last slate he posted in Discord. I'm telling you guys, like, it's like people are winning real freaking money. 
Good for and, you guys, dude. Yeah. So go check out the Discord if you're a member of DFS Army. If you're a VIP member, of course, you get access to all the Discord. And there's all the coaches. It's not just NFL. It's baseball. It's basketball. It's, it's NASCAR. It's all that good stuff, though. Um, okay, Bali, we're going to get to you real quick here, but we're just going to introduce the slate. So, boys, of course, we're here to talk about our favorite flex plays on the week. And... I got to say, man, a lot of these over-unders, like, of course, the Patriots game, obviously. Some ugly games over. this week, right? There's a lot of nasty games. So we're yeah. going to be talking about that. And there's a few games, Brandon, that you and I like in terms of some of these flex players that we still are going to be playing. But let's let's get into boys. Let's talk about our flex plays of the week. He's my best friend. He's my pal. He's my homeboy, my rotten soldier. He's my sweet cheese, my good time boy. He is all of our good time boys. And Mike Dickinson. Because we haven't heard from you yes. in way too damn long, I want you to give me your first favorite flex play of the week. I live in the muck. I live in the mire. I live in the trash. <laughs> I live in the shit. So my first flex play is, is Jonathan Mingo. Um, yes. he, he, he was not great to start off the season. Uh, he was ugly. It wasn't looking good. If you look at what he's done over the last four weeks, last four weeks, seven, six, six, ten targets, his target share has jumped uh, he was 20, 23, 25, and then 38% target share last week. Um, I think it's just a, it's a different, this team has gone from any scintilla of competition to just full on, let's see what we have. Uh, I think that they know that they're playing with the carcass of Adam Thielen. So, you mm -hmm. know, they, they drafted this kid in the second round. They got Bryce Young as their rookie quarterback. These two are tied together. So I think they're going to, I think you're going to see them continue to feed him this week. Um, I think they get Tampa Bay this week. Uh, Carlton Davis is out. So, what are they? Oh, they get New Orleans. That's right. They get New Orleans. New Orleans um, yep. And Rashawn Lattimore's on IR. If Lattimore was still there, you'd worry about it. But I mean, he's going to see a good chunk of Paulson, Adebo, and Isaac Yeadum. Ye so, I've never heard, I've heard of Adebo, but Yeadum is, is a new name to me. So, this, this secondary doesn't scare you the way that it used to. Um, you know, in the front seven, New Orleans is still, is, Still pretty staunch, so not sure how much how much uh, how much momentum uh, Chuba Hubbard and Miles Sanders are both going to get. So I think that when you're looking at when you're looking at flex plays, I think that I think you could do a hell of a lot worse than Mingo. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, what's kind of interesting is that to start the season, Adam Thielen was on an absolute tear. We're like, oh, where did this guy come from, right? Yeah. But you look at the last call a month; he's barely eclipsed ten PPR points. As soon as they traded for him, <laughs> kind of how it works. And it just makes you wonder too, like, is this one of those situations where it's just the the, the veteran bodies is starting to slow down, right? I mean, I'll, listen, I'll admit I haven't watched a ton of Carolina games, so in terms of like deep film on Adam Thielen, it's not really there for me. But when you just look at, you know, what's what's been Adam Thielen's biggest challenge the last few years? It's been staying separation. healthy, right? Well, and getting separation, well, but staying he's, healthy. You know, he, it's, yeah. stay, it's staying healthy is is the big thing. And so then you look at Jonathan Minka last week, Mike. 30% target share. Like that's the lead yeah, level target share. That's big. Love to see it. Yeah. I'd love to yeah. see it. So that's big. um the other thing too is that you look at a lot of these rookie wide receivers and you start to see like th there is it takes time to learn a professional game. And yep. you see historically a lot of these players like listen, admittedly I was not the biggest Jonathan Minko fan as a rookie prospect relative to the class. Mm -hmm. But he's starting to get more trust and Bryce Young Listen, Dalton Schultz is out again, right? Or no, excuse me, Dalton. I'm talking about Dalton Schultz, and that's that's another amazing rookie quarterback. But the fact that like he is starting to hopefully get a little bit more trust in the coaching, 
uh, it's, it's coaching staff. It's, it's definitely interesting. Uh, sorry. And Ash, I gotta be, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, of course we have soccer over at DFS army. And of course, Ash is one of our soccer coaches. So go, if you enjoy soccer, go check it out. Nice wrong show, but yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. And, uh, I get it. Mingo was one of my guys I loved in the second round. Um, I had Mingo over Jalen Hyatt at the time. Um, we'll see if that plays out. Uh, Jalen Hyatt's actually starting to do the same thing there. He, he's finally getting his work. Um, that's a deep target. Not one of my main plays, but Jalen Hyatt is definitely in play this week against uh, green Bay. So give it a, you know, if you're, if you're struggling and you need a flex, if he's available, you never know. Um, he's a deep, deep shot play guy like that, but Mingo's a stud. He, he just, Steve Smith himself said, the guy needs to more polish and the guy needs more coaching. And that's what he's getting. And it uh, doesn't surprise me. He's starting to starting to finish hot. Um, why not? I, as most rookies do remember Elijah Moore, the last part of the year when he was a rookie, he just, you know, suddenly he became a superstar and then we all overpaid for him the next year. And then, you know, we're all trying to recoup our losses there. <laughs> That one hurts. That one hurts. Well, the other thing too is that DJ Chark has been non-existent in Carolina, right? Yep. So, I mean, yep. somebody's got to step up. Assuming anybody's going to step up, how do you guys feel about Chuba Hubbard, just in general, to finish out the season? Like he he basically went a month and a half and did crap, but the last two weeks he's actually getting the market share again. He's been yeah. relatively like we're, uh, without having rankings in front of you. Like he's more of a flex play, right, versus an RB two. Yeah, you he's think? definitely a flex play. I mean. He's super talented. The guy is talented. He just needs to get the ball. Like when he's when they start mixing Miles Sanders in there for no reason at all, it kind of throws the rhythm of the whole offense. And I think and I, when you watch the games, lines have person O lines have personalities, and honestly, the personality of the O line when Miles Sanders is in, they don't give a shit. Um, like it just seems to me they just don't block very well for him, um, and they like to block for Chuba. Um, so I, I, I get it. Podfather's all over Chuba Hubbard as a buy in dynasty as like some cheap stash because he thinks that he's going to be the guy next year. Yeah. Uh, maybe that can happen, but Chuba, he, you know, he, he's a timeshare back, but there's other better plays out there for sure. For, for my teams, at least what a bust Miles Sanders is, right? Like it's just, yeah. it's been so disappointing this season. It's yeah. crazy. Okay, let, 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 let's help our, our guy Bali out here. So he's got a full PPR. He needs to bench one. He's got Raheem Mostert, Brees Hall, Jerome Ford. Raheem Mostert, Brees okay. Hall, Jerome Ford. Who are you guys going to bench this week of that bunch? Brandon, who are you going? Okay, okay. Well, I'm just going to go right into one of my flex plays, okay? This is well, this question well, leads right into it. This question leads right into it with, okay, with okay, Ford, okay. with Jerome Ford. Um, okay. I would start Jerome Ford over Brees Hall this week. Um, the reason why is Brees is a little banged up. Their offense is absolutely still struggling. They haven't scored many touchdowns at all in that offense. Um, it's just it's just what it is. Brees Hall has been kind of a disappointment this year uh, due to the fact that this offense is just not doing anything. Uh, they're not moving the ball and they're not scoring scoring points. But with Jerome Ford. He's going against Jacksonville defense, which has been uh, I I have right here weeks nine through week, uh, through this week uh, for for uh, points against or for points allowed to running backs, and Jacksonville is ranked right there 
sixth worst in the league for in the last uh, four months, four weeks. So right now they are giving it up to the running back position um, with the bad weather in Cleveland. I really do like Jerome Ford in that, in that weather at home. Um, I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game from the Jacksonville Jaguars to where they're going to have to start passing the ball for Cleveland to pass the ball. So I think they're going to be able to control this game with the runners that they have with Hunt and Jerome Ford. I think Hunt and Jerome Ford can be both successful against this run game. The cool thing is, is that Jerome Ford is getting 30% of the, of, of the routes run. So he's on the field more than uh, hunt hunts at 17% last week. So I think, Either or this run game, give me Jerome Ford over Brees Hall in this. I just I just don't trust the Jets right now, period. And except for except no. for Garrett Wilson. Um, that's the only guy that I would put in my lineups right now with some fate, with some real conviction. Um, Brees Hall's out of my lineups right now as we speak. I think too, I mean, it sounds like well, listen, the coaching staff has been kind of mom in terms of who's gonna start at, at quarterback, but it's it sounds like it's gonna be Joe Flacco, right? Like the the news has been that he's been the one getting the first reps with the ones in that offense. Yep. And he played pretty damn well last week, right? And, yeah. and and Jack or Cleveland is still very much in the playoff hunt. Um, what'll be interesting though is if CJ Beathard starts or if Trevor Lawrence starts. Trevor Lawrence did get into limited practice this week. Um I would. I pray shocked. they don't do that to him. I yeah. hope they don't do that to him, man. Just give him one week, just one. They don't need to do that. Like really, they don't. I, I, like I, I get like Mahomes played the whole playoffs and the end of the season with the same exact injury, um, yeah. and then ended up winning the Super Bowl with that same exact injury. Um, but dude, why risk it? You're in first place. I think you guys. I think they can still beat Cleveland without. Lawrence in there. Um, but it really all depends on how bad Beathard is. Like, you know, like it really comes down to like, is this guy even mm. going to be able to play himself? So, but the weather, I'm telling you, I, I'm hearing the weather in Cleveland is supposed to be real crap this week. Real so nice. run game, run game, run game. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, and so just, I guess, to go back to the question, Bali, like some, Raheem Mostert, you're not benching him, period. Right. He's starting every single week, no matter Mostert, what. So 100%. So then it's, yeah, I think I'm leaning forward as well. I mean, obviously, Brees Hall's a superior player. Yeah, man, that Jets offense is just so dysfunctional right now that I'm not confident anything can happen. And, you know, if Jerome Ford gets, call it 17 to 18 touches, he's got an opportunity to score some points. So I, I'm okay oh, yeah. with that. I, I would agree with that. It's a coin flip, but I would lean forward. Mike, do it's you a have coin a, flip. Yeah. yeah. Mike, do you have a take? Oh, you're on mute. Definitely on mute. You're definitely on mute, big guy. There is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So it's wild that Houston is actually allowing fewer rushing yards per game than the Tennessee Titans. We've seen the we've seen the Tennessee Titans as kind of this this pass funnel and this staunch, staunch, staunch rush defense, but yep. Houston is allowing under 100 yards rushing per game. So you would kind of count on you'd have to count on the passing down work and the you know the receiving game work for Brees Hall with with the questionable ankle. I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked we talked about this in our group chat earlier in the week. You know, a chain versus Mostert, and with that Tennessee rush defense. But I think in this situation, Ford and Ford and Mostert are the two plays. Yeah. Mo hey, oh, so big, big, big time injury for the Titans. D. Their their mainstay, Je uh, Jeffrey uh, Simmons, is out. That guy is a superstar against the run, against everything. Without that guy, they looked not great without him. They they're gonna start. They're gonna give it up. 
this is the time when people start quitting (laughs) and the Titans are prime candidates for quitting and not playing their hardest, especially when Miami hangs 45 on them this week. It's going to be like Miami. If if you have any Miami Dolphin, just start them this week. Everybody's going to get it. Everybody's going to get production. Um, Be happy with it. But I see a massive week for A-Chain and Tyreek Hill, though. But Mozart is going to still get his work, so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I know that. That's that's for sure. Um, okay, so then we got another question here from Ash: Jarek McKinnon or Ceh with Pacheco out? So this I'm just going to say what I did. So in one of my leagues, it's a half point PPR. I still went with McKinnon over Ceh. Now listen, I'm desperate. I've, in I've half been PPR. In half PPR, what? I still went McKinnon over Ceh, and that's because the coaching staff hates Ceh. They hate him. They He's do. no good. Whereas Jerry McKinnon, do. they love. He's like the little golden child. So, you know, you look at your crystal ball, who's going to get the most opportunity here? And then who's going to get the most through the air? It's gonna be I think it's McKinnon right. all day. Yeah, I think yeah, McKinnon scores so this week. I think McKinnon scores. Ooh, um, I had Pacheco going absolutely bonkers this week. Unfortunately, it's not going to happen because of the stupid shoulder contusion. I really hope yeah. this guy comes back. Um, because he has the one of the best schedules for playoffs, uh, for fantasy football playoffs. There is him and Bijan are both set for like <laughs> they're both going to be on fire for the rest of the way if they if uh, Pacheco played. But give me McKinnon this week. I have zero faith in Ceh, um, which probably means Ceh is going to get two tuds in fifty yards. So I don't know. Like it's just, but I think McKinnon is definitely one of, is definitely the play for me because I like the pass work stuff. Um, they got, they need help, man. Uh, they need help through the air for, for, for Mahomes. It's really evident they're struggling. Um, McKinnon just adds some juice and some of that veteran. Um, he's just crafty. The guy's crafty. So I'm, 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 I'm all for McKinnon over CDH this week. Yeah, no, I, 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 I listen, do, am I like, am I going to bet the house on it? No. But I bet parlays on it. I put I put parlays with McKinnon yeah. in it. <laughs> well, I bet parlays, and I'm in a, I'm in a must-win week. Parlays on everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. But listen, it, so in my home league, you know, it's it's with none of my, my none of my good buddies. We've been my longest-standing league, and if I win this week, I'm into playoffs. If I lose, I need I need help. Okay, mm. and I am playing Jarek McKinnon over Ceh. So take it for what it is. I'm going down with that ship, baby. I'm going down I with like that it. ship. Um, let, let's go yep. with another uh, another question here because I love these start sit questions. That's why we're here. So we got another Ooh. one from Bali. Are you going Roshan Johnson? Of course, uh, Chicago Bears are going up against Detroit, which I kind of like that that opportunity. Or Damian Pierce. Now, obviously, Devin Singletary had been taking the lion's share, but last week we saw a flip. Yep. Or again, it, it was Damian Pierce. I I don't have a good pulse enough. I, I I'm I'm scared. I'd be scared to start Damian Pierce. I was actually um, originally going to put Damian Pierce as one of my flex plays this week. But really? I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it because of that opportunity. But then you you never know. Like Devin Singletary could get the market share this week, right? So I just I just I'm not confident on that. Um, so I'm I'm leaning Roshan Johnson here. Mike, what do you think about that? Yeah, I would tend to I would tend to lean Roshan Johnson as well. Um, I don't know if. Foreman is healthy. I think Foreman picked up the ankle or his ankle is still an issue or something like that. But I mean, just this is kind of what Roshan is built for, right? Like he's, he's a, yeah. he's a big guy. He's, uh, he's what six foot two twenty. Like this is, 
this is kind of where you would lean on him. I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be a, a good game. I actually think this is going to be it's kind be of a really fun good. game. I never thought at the beginning yes. of the season, we would think that Chicago Detroit would be a fun game, but Agreed. like uh, Detroit is Detroit's high flying. And it seems like Chicago's kind of surging a little bit now that, uh, now that Justin Fields is back and now that the Tyson Bajan experiment is done. Thank God. What a disaster that was. But now mm. they're starting to see it all kind of gel, come back together. DJ Moore's starting to – he's starting to gel DJ with Moore. fields. The running game's awesome. starting to come together. Um, you know, Johnson and her – I think Johnson's going to be the one with Herbert as the – with Herbert as the 1A. So I would tend to lean Johnson in this one. Yeah, I'm not partial to any of the – any either or. So I'll go with my boys, Roshan. I'll just make it unanimous. Um, one thing I will say this for a little bet stuff. If, if you like parlays, just – Get the over on DJ Moore on everything you can this week. Um, every time Justin uh, Fields has DJ Moore, DJ Moore scores over 20 points on average, okay? 20 points. He's a wide receiver one with ease every single time with Justin Fields healthy. In this in the same exact matchup last time, he scored 22 fantasy points and was in the box. I think he goes even harder this week. Gimme, gimme, gimme DJ Moore and all, all DJ Moore stuff. So, yeah. All right, question for the group. Where does Justin Fields play next year? Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Okay. So we're we're all in consensus that they're that they're going to move on from him, right? After yeah. this year, they have. I think it's just smart to do and restart the contract. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. that's that's what's key. You restart the contract because they're still clearly in, in in rebuild mode, and I love Fields. Like I was a Fields apologist since he came out of college, and I felt like he got underdrafted in the NFL, but. He hasn't done enough, I think, over what could be with Caleb, right? Like again, this is all Caleb is Drake May. Like you got a better uh, pulse on Drake. Is is he w- w- is he better than Justin Fields, Brandon? Yes, he is. Okay, so either I think or, he's he's, if- a, he's a far superior thrower, far superior. Yeah. Um, a little bit less uh, athletically, but who isn't compared to Justin Fields? Justin Fields is a, a freaking nature athlete. Um, but. His he should have went to Atlanta in the first place. He should have been drafted by Atlanta the, in the first place, and I think that I think he goes back where he should have should be. Um, CW will be a bear. It will be the CW and DJ Moore, and they're going to get themselves another weapon as well in this draft high um, to to pair with DJ Moore. That's it's a smart thing to do, man. Like I, I, I even if you liked. Even if you liked Fields a little bit and you want and you wanted to fight for him, it's still a smart business move to restart the contract and to bet on the C uh uh Williams over Fields. It's just come on, man. Let's just you know, that's standard GM stuff. Like that's what needed yeah. to happen. They did that with Rosen with Kyler. It's the same thing that's gonna happen this year. But I think Justin Fields is gonna be a monster if he's paired with B. John Robinson and Drake London. Like if that is if that is possible to get him to Atlanta, oh my God, I'm buying every Atlanta Falcon I can because it's finally gonna work. We what about Forrest. I was just gonna say we have Forrest about- coming hot. Saying Kirk Cousins to Atlanta and you keep Ooh, I do even I, I don't do why not? Yeah. I like that too. <laughs> I could see I could see Fields going to Seattle. Yeah. I, I would do Seattle. I would take it. I would take yeah, it. Yeah. I would take I mean, it in a at, heartbeat. You, you put Fields in that offense, that offense would be fucking scary. Fucking scary. Oh God. I would well, love is, that, dude. Yeah. What does Chicago want for Fields? Is he a one? Like do you have to pay a one to get him? 
Probably. 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 So is that three yeah. ones they'd be working with next year? Potentially? Yeah. They That's would have disgusting. three ones. The Bears are going to turn it around in a hurry if they yeah. go this route with uh, with Williams. It's unfortunate. Um, I think Pacheco I, – I totally agree with Forrest. Pacheco going to IR is bullshit media. I think this kid's too tough to do that. The guy fucking made the whole Super Bowl run with the same exact injury. He ended up getting surgery in the offseason on it. Um, he re-injured the same exact injury. The guy's going to take shots. He's going to be tough. I guarantee you he's going to play. Yeah, I think the thing with Pacheco, though, and, and what worries me is I remember a couple of years ago when DeAndre Swift got that shoulder injury. Yep. Right? I mean, like when, when it's that shoulder that and, and you see how aggressive and how violent Isaiah Pacheco plays. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going on IR because then for sure he's out for four games. Right. Like that strategically wouldn't make a lot of sense. Do they really need a roster spot? I don't know about that. But I think you're going to want him because Kansas City they're doesn't gonna... have everything. Like they they're still have an opportunity to lock up that one seat. They, they have an opportunity, but they got it. They got to go on a run here. And yep. Isaiah Pacheco is by far the best running back in that in that backfield. And listen, we're going to talk about Rashi Rice a little bit later on the show here, but mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of help in the wide receiver game right now. It's Pacheco. It's Travis Kelsey. And it's Mahomes, and so it's it's going to be. I think they need Pacheco, and obviously, if he's injured, he's injured. But if he was going to go on IR, I'm convinced he would already be on IR. He would already been. They would have did it yeah. right now. There's no reason to wait. The, waiting to put somebody on IR when you're in a playoff, when you're in for the hunt for the playoffs, where you can get them back so late in the playoffs if you do it as quickly as possible. Like, come on, like you're going to do it right now. Um, like I said, dude, this kid, like Mike knows this kid, he's different, tough. Like he does not give a shit about his body, dude. Like he, he really doesn't. I guarantee you, this is the coaching staff telling him, Hey man, we're going to give you a week. Let's just, let's just get you feeling a little bit better. And then we'll get you back in this thing with a harness on your shoulder and we'll take care of it with some you know, help with some meds, but I think, I just feel that th- I, that's his mentality. I just see the mentality with the guy because of the way he runs, he's tough as nails. I think he plays no way he sits. There you go. There you go. So l- last comment here is that Boris says that would, would the board, would the bears charge that or would they want more? I think, yeah, I mean, I'd say at least a one, but probably one plus, right. But it's then, one. you know, but if, but if you're, yeah, but if you're the one buying Justin Fields, like, well, listen, why do you want to get rid of him in the first place? Like, otherwise keep them so dude as, if, but... if, as soon as the bears make it known they are going to trade justin fields his his value plummets just like josh rosen's did before everybody knew he was garbage oh, too after one it doesn't matter high-end first round talent being traded after one year for a new quarterback nobody knew what rosen was people still had belief people had believers in rosen in the nfl like it's just it's just what happened but I'm telling you, as soon as they make it known that they are moving to, to Williams, they are not going to be able to get full freight, period. Because everybody will know. Everybody knows what you're doing. They're not going to give you full freight. They're going to make you. Here's, they're not going to do the it. Thing. Here's the thing, okay? Here's, here's the only, my only counter to that. And then I haven't even talked about my first flex play yet. So I got one I counter. Know. We're 27 minutes in. We've only had two flex plays. This is what happens when we don't talk often enough on, on, the, on the airwaves here. But yeah. my only thought to that, Brandon, is – you look at the state of the quarterback position in the NFL, and it is putrid. It is putrid right now. I am convinced that Justin Fields is at least better than average. Top 15 quarterback running the offense. Is he the best pass uh, uh, passer of the ball? 
No, not necessarily, but he's got a lot of intangibles, including his ability to run, which does change things in an offense. And listen, push comes to shove. Like, look, look what the Carolina Panthers played, paid for Bryce Young. Like, people are crazy when it comes Morons. to Morons. And we all laughed at it when we saw the price. <laughs> like, we all laughed at it. Well, like, what listen, a, like, give me a break. Like, and then you didn't get Stroud. And then you didn't get Stroud. What 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 are you doing? Like, That's I mean, I just say. complete nonsense. Yeah. I think if I'm an NFL GM, I throw out I throw out a second, a 24 second, and a conditional 25 second. There you go. Field. I think that is more like the deal that Justin if Fields will if, if, yep. if he's under contract in 25 and he plays more than 75% of the snaps in 24, it bumps up to a one because then obviously he's, he's, your, he's your guy. But to pay great two twos with a, or a conditional first like that, I would be fine with that. And as a fan, I'd be fine with that too. And the Bears should be fine with that because they're just going to they're gonna move on from him anyway. It takes two general managers that really like Justin Fields that are going to jack that price up. That's a really good point, Ash. Boys, Let's talk some flex plays. Let's yeah, talk you need to, put, Let's you need to talk one. <laughs> Listen, okay. So this is – I had a hard time this week, especially because I usually like to balance a few wide receivers and a few running backs. And I've got a few notable mentions on the running back position, but nobody really jumps out that we're not already going to be talking about on this show. So I went from the wide receiver position and a player who is starting to – come on strong and you know if you've got him on a lot of your teams which i've got him on a ton of my dynasty teams as, as depth but brandon cooks man as the yep. season is yep. getting form brandon cooks is starting to go off and of course who do they play this week they play those philadelphia eagles baby and listen it's, it's the highest over under in the slate it's a 51.5 over under it's a 27 point implied team total and when you look at the fact that Dak Prescott is clearly in the MVP conversation right now, which I think deservedly so, right? I mean, listen, it's going to take – just like Jalen Hurts two weeks ago was the greatest thing since sliced bread. He had one poor game where he got injured, by the way, against San Francisco, and all of a sudden Jalen Hurts should be benched. He needs to get healthy. Like, I think that's all bogus BS. But on the season – okay. But let's let's just put some things in perspective. Okay, so on the season, Cooks is only a 72% snap share, but the last two weeks he was 81% against Washington and 92% going up against Seattle. This is the highest two weeks of the season, and he does continue to remain healthy, right? Like one of the biggest things that we've worried us about Brandon Cooks and his playing style is the injuries, but he has been healthy. We know that he's going to sp- spread the ball around, other than uh, strong target share on CD Lamb, but in the red zone. And on those deep shots, Dak Prescott is definitively looking for Brandon Cooks. I like Brandon Cooks this week. And here's the thing. The Philadelphia Eagles, for as much as their defense has this reputation for being stout, they've been pretty soft in the passing game. A lot of wide receivers are putting up a lot of fantasy points going up against that Philadelphia secondary. I think it's going to continue. I mean, listen, CeeDee Lamb is going to go to the moon. CeeDee Lamb is 40 this week. Yeah. <laughs> <Like>, this week, <laughs> for sure. So yeah. listen, go go to our other channel, the DFS Army uh, main channel, and talk about some DFS plays. But I guarantee you, if we're talking about eating that chalk, I'm sure CeeDee Lamb's going to be chalky this week. But I love oh, Brandon Cooks as a flex. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. We had him as a flex the last time they played. Um, I, I, I love the matchup. If I just want him 
just give me three deep shots with Bradbury cover, man. Just give me, just give me three attempts for for Brandon Cooks, and I think you'll cash on that. Um, I think yeah. that would be, I think that's good. I think uh, Fergie, Fergie is very much in play in this week too. Um, I like Ferguson a lot. It, it, I, I expect Philly to do some kind of adjustment to try and slow down CD Lamb. I don't think they're going to be able to slow him down completely. Uh, I, yeah. I still think he's going to put up 125 and a touch. He's just not going to go for 180 and two touches like, you know, last time with like 17, you know, how many catches he had last time? What? 17 targets and some crazy amount of catches. So I feel like it'll be more spread around a little bit. I, I can, t- I, I would like to see it um, be spread around a little bit more. Um, I'm right there with you with Cooks. He's been on fire lately. I got him in some, some slots as well. Yeah, so last so last time they played against Philadelphia, he had 16 targets. He had 11 receptions for 191 yards. Didn't exactly. even get into the box. Didn't even get into the box and had a fumble that he yep. lost. He still put up 27 points. Exactly. He's, he's getting in the, the box, box this week. Oh, he God. is getting in the box this week. Like there's I like you can put it put put a little like put 20 bucks on uh CD Lamb, two touchdowns, 150 yards, nine catches, parlay, and just have fun with it. And I bet you you'll come very close. <laughs> I think it's going to be very close on this one because um, the matchup is just too too good. I feel like yeah. Philadelphia is too good. They're going to push the pace as well. Um, it's going to be a fun game, dude. So what about you, Mike? You're, you're the Philly guy. Uh, I haven't drank in over seven years. I might start on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There you go. All right, Mike, give us your second flex play of the week. My second flex play of the week. Shit, I got to pull it back up. It's been so long. Hold on a second. All right. Who do we have here? So my second, I had had fucking Brandon Cooks, but you sniped him off me. Um, I think I'm going to go Javante Williams for my second flex play. So there you, go. you okay. see what. You see what he's been what he's been doing the last couple of weeks. Um, his his snap share has bumped up. Uh, he's now in the sixty five to seventy percent range. Samaj P Ryan has kind of has kind of dropped back down. Um, you look at you look at this game. They're getting the L A Chargers. Um, the L A Chargers are not a great defense by any stretch. They're they're kind of soft all the way across the board. So I think that this is just another one where like as and you look at this NFC West standings. So. Denver is still firmly in it at six and six. Um, the Chiefs are Chiefs are sitting at eight and four. So like it's still all within reach. So I think this is a game where like you see uh, Denver's starting to come together at the right time. Um, seems like Wilson mm-hmm. is starting to get a hold of that offense. He's starting to get better command of it. Uh, Peyton has finally realized that Javante is a better back. And candidly, Javante came back is coming back from the ACL. So he's now more than a full year removed from it. He's starting to look healthy. The line's starting to gel. I just feel good about where he is. Um, I think the Chargers. Add, I think the Chargers add about three and a half, four points per game to the NFL running back average in fantasy points. So he gets a little bit of a bump over that. Um, I, you know, I just like him. I like him as a flex play this week. Thanks. So, question for you, Brandon, because listen, last week, just last week, you were bumping elbows yep. with with uh, NFL royalty, Drew Brees, and you had an opportunity. Yep. You had dinner with him at a charity dinner, which was fantastic. You were at his table, yep. and you asked him about. Sean Payton and and yep. Russell Wilson and like are you able to share anything that that, that Drew shared with you? Yeah, uh, Drew, what a guy that guy was. Um, so we, um, I immediately started picking his brain about football as soon as I <laughs> as soon as I got the as soon as we sat down, um, before we even broke into salads, I, I already hit him up with some questions about football. So um, with Sean Payton, 
he believes that Russ was struggling to take on some of the mental checks with this offense and that we're starting to see Sean Payton give more trust to Russ um, within the offense. And we're, and he believes that second year Russ and end of year Russ is con- is going to be uh, on fire. He, he thinks that they are starting to click. He found his guy Sutton. He even mentioned Sutton in, in by name. Um, he said that Sutton was uh, starting to become very much more comfortable as well in, within the offense and that um, he just believes that Russ was just a little behind mentally with with taking on all that system. Um, it's a complicated complicated system, um, and he believes that he's going to be picking it up quite well. He also believes that Taysom Hill should have been the number one quarterback and not Derek Carr. Um, and if they would, and he believes that the Saints should just go all in with Taysom. That's what he said. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not convinced I agree with that necessarily, but obviously like Drew was in the locker room with him and, and there's something about Hill. There's a reason he's still on that roster, yep. which as of you know, his status for this week is still up in the air, which which sucks, which really sucks yep. because he's been listening, because he's got that tight end designation. Like he's been a pretty reliable tenant tight end. Yeah, he's a cheat code. A, yeah, it's been pretty fun. But uh, I've got another question from an agent. Would you guys play the Packers versus the Giants? I'm assuming this is DST or the mm-hmm. Saints versus the Panthers. So Packers versus Giants, which that game is going to be putrid. It's in New, in New York. Or the Saints versus the Panthers. That's down in New Orleans, and that's going to be obviously in the Dome. Give me the Saints. Give me the Saints. Saints in that Dome, baby. I, Give me that all day. I am kind of – just because it's going to be so filthy, so nasty, and because I, I am confident that the Green Bay Packers have a good defense. I'm leaning Packers, but I think both are pretty good options, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think both. Yeah, I think they're both both above average options this week. Uh, Tommy DeVito is a <laughs> sack machine. I don't think anybody's been yeah. more sacked than that guy. So I, that's easy for four four easy four easy points there with four sacks. Um, he's going to turn it over at least once. So you know it's it's going to happen. I I I feel like you know I think they're going to be leaning super hard on Barkley this week, um, and Barkley could. You know, Barkley should erupt for over 25 points this week, I think. Um, and then yep. I think they're going to take some deep shots with Jalen Hyatt. And when people take deep shots, there are picks. So I see yep. picks. I see, you know, either way, you're good to go. Either way, they're yep. pretty much a coin flip. But I like the Dome in New Orleans. I'm just – I just think that Bryce Young is absolutely awful. So I just feel like he's – also Bryce Young's yeah. first game in the Dome. Playing yep. against New Orleans. Oh, is it really? Oh, yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, like that I, he's more. a rookie, and they played it. They played in yeah. Carolina. It's Brace Young's first game playing I, in the in the Superdome. That's awesome. I like that. That's that. That's a good yeah. little nice. Yeah, I, I kind of like the like, like the cold weather. It's, it's harder for people to hang onto the ball, but okay, we're we're close there. We're close. I mean, either way, you're good. But mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, you're gonna do well with. You're, good. you're fine. No matter well, what, you're, it's a coin flip. You're good. Yeah. So Lost Bro and Hallow's bad matchups. Do you like love? I actually really like love this both this week. Well, in general this week, but for the rest of the season, like mm-hmm. if you are in one of those situations where you lost one, you're starting quarterbacks. Like I, I'm confident that Jordan love is going to do well. He's start. He's starting to put it together. There's, there's been moments of magic throughout the season, but he's starting to put it together. He's got, mm-hmm. he's, he's starting to get a little bit of swagger here. And as long as his wide receiver core continues to stay healthy, Jane Reed has been balling the hell out, which I love to see. Christian Watson's got to stay healthy. But Watson's I, out this I, week. Yeah, he's out this week. But I'm saying in general, as as a 
you know, going to the playoffs. Um, is he is he actually out or is he questionable? But I, he's it doesn't he he's been non-participant. Um, it's not gonna. Yeah. He's, they're not the, the way this guy is and how twitchy he is. They're not gonna run him out on the first week after Hammy, especially with yeah. already battling a Hammy early in the season. They aren't gonna do that. Um, but I love. We're not gonna be able to talk about all the flex plays that we have. So I'm a little quick here. I love Jaden Reed this week. I love Jaden Reed this week. He is going to get in the box. Uh, Dubs will get the volume, but I'm telling you, Reed gets dialed up for the big plays, for the big, uh, distinct uh, red zone plays. He's going to get rushing yards like just like Debo Samuel. Um, the guy is being used just like Debo. I love it. Um, yeah, Jaden Reed, man. He's a he's a value Debo Samuel. Love it. And and listen, okay, so huh, this is a really good – so Forrest in the chat, going back to that DST question, Saints get to Giants next week. So that that's that's the that's the, the cheat code. You talk, Brandon and I were talking about the show. It's like I know I've got a winning roster. It's just a matter of how do I figure that out. Well, yeah. the beautiful mind says that you go with the Saints this week going up against Carolina. You keep them. For next week, going up against the Giants, it's a win-win situation, baby. Win-win yep. situation. Uh, okay, Brandon, give me another flex play. So my flex play is going to be none other than my dude, Drake London. Um, he's going to be going to get – we are going to stay on the train against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers secondary. Carlton Davis is absolutely putrid. He gives up 13.6 uh, fantasy points per game to the position. Um, Drake London had a horrible game. They had he had a bad game last week. I think they're going to make a bounce back week for him. He has the matchup. There's no reason that he shouldn't be getting at least 25% target share this week. Last week he was down to 20%. The week before that, he was flirting with 34%. So I think he, I think you're gonna see London get more of that towards that 30% target share because the the, the Falcons as as plain Jane they are, they definitely go attack weaknesses of defenses. They try to. So they do definitely do that. Um, and so if they just look looking at the numbers, Tampa Bay is bottom three against against wide receivers. It's just an easy, easy sell here. But also, if Vita Vea, if Vita Vea does not play this week which is very, very uh, up in the air. Bijan is going Ooh. nuclear this week, okay? Bijan is going nuclear. Vita Vea sits. That's all I'm going to say. Thank God they finally saw the light with Bijan Robinson, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My They're God. finally doing it. They're finally doing it. They're finally getting it. Um, I think they were just saving them. Why beat the hell yeah. out of a rookie young for, you know, like I get it. I, I totally get holding off on them, but this week is when they let him loose, man. And if you look at his schedule, the rest of the way out, thank you, Mike, for trading me Bijan in our keeper league. I think he is going to be a league winner type trade. Um, he is going to be a star down, down, the, down the stretch. And I think he has a real possibility of finishing inside the top six of rbs by the end of this thing so 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 mike was right so mike was right about Bijan over pollard i'll give it to you don't say that too loud don't say that too loud please i give it to you can we not can we just remember that pollard had a major leg injury yes in the last season right so 
the thing too is if you look at Pollard and it just again just the eye test, right? He he looks stronger yes, as the season's been going on because he's been getting healthier. So mm-hmm. I, I I don't think the story is written yet on, on Tony Pollard and his impact no, to the, not at to all. the fantasy he, football teams, right? Yeah. Has it been a disappointment? Yes. Can he in the playoffs go nuclear? Here, go yes. nuclear? Also, yes. So yes. Let, let's just move on for that. Um, it's thing- not this week against Philly. Philly's crazy hard against the run. <laughs> so don't do it. This yeah. not this week. I got the under on all Pollard props this week. Um, all the over passing options. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, I'm going to talk about my second flex play on the week, gentlemen. Here and again, we're, it's one of those things where do I have a strong lean on any one of these players? Not necessarily, but in the interest of time, I'm actually going to talk about two of my guys. And yeah, both of these guys are comfortable um, in the flex play. So first and foremost, Jacoby Myers going up against Minnesota. He's coming off the bye. And I don't know about you guys, but he was dropped in a lot of leagues that I was in. Mm-hmm. I couldn't week, believe right? that. I saw him yeah. on waivers in one of mine. I was like, what? Yeah, so he's been available in a lot of leagues. And so, I mean, I, I was I was looking before the show, and he's now uh, managed in, in almost all leagues. And he's being started in, in a lot of leagues too. So, um, well, about half the leagues specifically. Um, this is a guy that you can trust. Okay. This is a guy you can trust. We know that he's the number two behind Devonte Adams, but he is, ha- he still does have a 95% route participation and he is averaging close to seven targets per game. And the thing is, is that when Aiden O'Connell can actually get the ball into his area, he has a 95, 96% true catch rate, which means that if it's in his area, Jacoby Myers is going to snag that ball. I also like the fact that he is a clear target in the red zone. So he's a, from a PPR perspective, he's got a pretty safe floor, but then he can give you 21, 22 points. And as your wide receiver three or a flex, like that's what you're looking for, right? Like ultimately when we're looking at these flex plays, our goal is to get 13, 14 points. Like that's kind of that sweet spot where it makes them overperform relative to what your, what your starts to choices are. Jacoby Myers has a pretty safe floor of those 13, 14 points, but he also has that opportunity to go and get 21, 22 points, which that is what's going to help you win this matchup. So I love Jacoby Myers this week. And then the other player that I do like, this one I'm not quite as confident in. It depends if Amari Cooper starts or not. But again, A, assuming Joe Flacco starts, which we think he's going to start. And if Amari Cooper doesn't start, even if Amari does start, but really if Amari Cooper doesn't start, he's dealing with the concussion. Yes, he did practice yesterday, which is Friday. He has not been cleared from the concussion protocol, which worries me a little bit. We should find out Saturday today when we're recording this on December 9th. We should find out hopefully later today if he's going to be in the protocol or not. But barring that, I do like Elijah Moore. The one thing, I mean, we already talked about this game a little bit, but the one thing that worries me is it's only a 33% or 33 point over under with the, the Browns with an 18 point implied team total. They win by running the ball, AKA Jerome Ford. So check there, Brandon D. Adam. And then they run with, they went with their strong defense. But what I like is that we talked about Joe Flacco. He threw the ball 44 times last week, 44 times. That is the most pass attempts we've seen by a Cleveland Browns quarterback, including Deshaun Watson, for the entire season. Presuming Joe Flacco is going to start, and if if we talk about who's going to give us the best chance to win, it's Joe Flacco. I think of his quarterback, mm-hmm. which is shocking. I agree. But it is but it's, it's a fact, right? So Dude, his arm looked lively. Like he was throwing he it good. far, bro. Like he I couldn't believe good. it. I was like, I, I was like, holy shit, man. The Ravens, like I saw the Joe Flacco of the Ravens, bro, like just sending it. And he was trying it was so funny. Mike Dickinson, as soon as he saw um the Joe Flacco was starting, he he put in the group chat, Joe Flacco start, Elijah Moore is a thing now. 
And that, and that is so true because he was going for him in a big way, dude. And it was I, I, I love the play. I think it's I think it's right on the money, dude. There you go. All right. Let's uh Mike, we're gonna get to you here in a second, but um we got Jelly of the Month. Okay. So he has a he or she has a buy. And the DST is Miami in week 16, plays against Dallas and Baltimore. Would you drop for the Colts or the Rams? Let me see here. Who do the Colts play in the Colts team? I, I like Bengals. the Colts. You would lean the Bengals. They play the Bengals. Well, next Colts week, the, 16, 16 yeah, 17. Bengals, Steelers, oh, 16, Falcons, Raiders. Yeah. So Falcons, Raiders. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like that. And then yeah. the other choice was the Rams. Who do the Rams play? Uh, 16, 17 Rams play New Orleans and the Giants. Uh, I mean, Ooh. maybe you want to stream. The, I think this is more of a streaming thing. If you can get to Rams for week 17 against the Giants, like that's the play in my book. But like the week 16 play, I prefer the Colts. So you might have to stream here, my, my, my man. There we go. All right. Oh, God. Hayden Hurst. Disgusting takes. Listen, concussions are real. Okay, Mike Yeager. So don't, 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 don't throw that shade. Yeah, they're only real. He's post concussive amnesia. Like he's been, he's that's been out crazy. for four weeks because of that concussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's wild. That's, man. A, that's, that's a that's so a wild. that's a brain rattle for sure. If you're out four weeks, <laughs> like that's that's a that's well, a deep one. And post concussion amnesia, like that's like something in the movies, right? Like memento styles, where like he's forgetting stuff. Like that's scary. Yeah. That's that's Good. real life impactful stuff. So hopefully he gets better and. You know, our thoughts go out to Hayden Hurst. But, Mike, our thought, thoughts go out to you as you end the show here with the last couple flex plays. All right, I got two I got two gross ones. Since Hayden Hurst is out, I'll give you a gross tight end got play. Uh, Brevin, I'm looking at Brevin Jordan with the Houston Texans. Dalton Schultz is out. You look yep. at that New York secondary. Um, Sauce Gardner Sauce Gardner is going to lock down. Nico Collins, I'm, I'm kind of worried about that a little bit this week. Um the backfield is kind of gross in Houston, and you look at uh, you look at what Jordan put up. Jordan put up almost 11 points last week in a PPR setting. C.J. Stroud had been leaning hard on pretty had been leaning pretty hard on Schultz. Um, Tank yep. Dell's out for the season, so that receiver core is slightly decimated. So, um, yep. give me give me Brevin Jordan, especially if you're in a tight spot for tight end. But I think that he I is like somebody it. that you know if you're there's a bunch of buys this week. If you're jammed up, you could flex him. And then uh, give me Gabe Davis. I think that this is going to be I think this is going to be a shootout. I think this is I think that this is going to be a fun game to watch. And you know we kind of have this recollection of what Davis did against Kansas City a couple of years ago in the playoffs. They and play we kind of see that. So um, he 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 matches up well with Kansas City's defense. So That's give true. me it, Gabe Davis is ugly. I don't have him on any of my teams just because I don't have the appetite for the ups and the downs. But I think that if you have him, this is a week where you play him and you you feel good about what you're going to get out of him. Sounds good. Uh, one other thing, past this week, Noah Brown is going to be a thing coming down the stretch for the Titan or for the Texans. Um, no Tank Dell. I think I think he ends up stepping up in a big way. This is a tough uh, matchup um, this week with the Jets. Don't expect too much this week if you paid for him on waiver. Next week and beyond, that's when you you're going to be happy you have him. Yep, love it. Okay, give us your last flex, play, Brandon. Right on, man. So my last flex, my last flex play comes from that game too, as well. Rasheed Rice, Rasheed Rice. We've we've been big fans of him. I have at least on this on this channel. Um, Rasheed Rice. If you look, did you guys realize that Rasheed Rice has a twenty seven point nine percent target rate, and that's tenth in the league? You guys realize that? Yeah. It's um, well, who else, who realize, else is going to throw to? Do you also realize that he had, he's got? 14 red zone targets. That's 12th in the league. And they just lost their starting running back. 
They're going to be in a shootout, like like Mike says, man. He's going to be uh, lined up against Rasul Douglas. He gives up 9.6 uh, fantasy points a game to the wide receivers that he covers. I just, you know, the, when they were forced due to injuries to funnel the work to Rice, Rice delivered, man. Um, and I think they realized that, that he is their best play outside of Kelsey in the passing game. Um, so let's, uh, I think we're, I think in this blow up spot with the Buffalo bills, I think we're going to see Rasheed Rice get in the end zone, get over that century mark this week, hundred yards. And he's going to be a big part of this, uh, of the shootout in this game and the storylines. He's 13th in the league in fantasy points per target. Give the man the fucking football. Give him the ball, dude. Exactly, brother. I'm right there with you. I, I liked him. I like him a lot. Um, he, if you if you're looking for some some buy dynasty buys, he's gonna be on my offseason buy list uh, for next season. Um, so that's just why I'm gonna. That's where I'm gonna end it. The last one. The last flex plays of the year, man. Um, I'm gonna end it with Rasheed Rice, and uh, I feel good about it. Um, uh, Josh Allen is going to smash all rushing stats this week for him. He averages 10 uh, runs a game against Can against Kansas City games. He is – Allen is going to try and take over this game, period. He's going to run the ball a ton. So I got I got kind of a hot take. I got kind of a yep. hot take. I think Buffalo is going to crush Kansas City this week. Yep. Uh, they're going to yeah. go into Kansas City and crush them. I don't I like think that it. that's hot of a that that's that hot of a take. I think that that's Kansas City doesn't look good. Kansas City no, looks well, like they're teetering. <clears throat> yeah, and then the whole Sean McDermott nine eleven comments came out from a few years ago. Like that's just a oh, bad look. That's just that's just what? stupid. You yeah. didn't hear those comments? No. Uh, basically, yeah, and was... I don't want to butcher this. This was from like two or three years ago now. So, it, but it just came out in a report this week where. Um, Sean McDermott made a uh, a comparison to 9/11 in terms of teamwork and how like teamwork was required. It just seems like, <laughs> I mean, he he even like listen. He he apologized to the team at the time. Like so, it was, uh, to me, it's kind of a non-story other than just trying to ruffle some feathers. Like it's it's a serious thing. It's really freaking stupid to say something like that. But in terms of the impact to the team, I think it's yeah. a non-issue, right? Like they dealt with it. A lot of the players weren't even there a few years ago, so that's not really a, a thing in that sense. But I. I Man, I this is this is what you call great analysis because it's a gut feel. But I just get the feeling, man. Buffalo Bills, they've been yep. dealing with so much shit this this season. They're going to march into Kansas City. They need to win games. Coming off to the buy, coming off the buy. Yeah, they're going to march in and they're going to. I think they're going to destroy Kansas City. Kansas City, something is missing this this year. It looks like they've got distractions. You see it a lot of the times when when teams come off the Super Bowl, they're able to overcome not having Tyreek Hill last year. That's biting them in the ass this year. Oh yeah, um, it's yeah. Uh, the clocks are ticking, and I, I'm convinced Buffalo is going to walk into Kansas City and have their way with them, similar to how the Niners had their way with Philly last week. That's what I believe, but time will tell. Um, one last question, because Forrest, we really appreciate being active in the chat. Thank you so much for yeah. joining. Um, I don't think we've seen you here before, so thanks for jumping on. But um, the comment is, I think you have to drop Goddard or Komet if Amari Cooper is out, um, or the Saints D. It, it depends. Listen, I I have a really hard time having two defenses on my teams. So yeah, even I though, but but then if you've got three tight ends, if you've got Dallas Goddard, Cole Komet, and Trey McBride, then yeah, you got to make a choice between those three, right? Like you can't be holding three three tight ends on your on your roster unless you've got a super super deep bench. But um, 
Yeah, I, I actually think that Amari Cooper is going to play, but just to, based really? on the fact that he did practice. Yeah, the fact that he practiced on Friday, but it seems like the NFL has been so inconsistent with these with these concussion rules, right? Like the first call it three months of the season, two and a half months of the season was if you had a concussion last week, you were not playing next week. Okay, if you did a concussion like Amari Cooper did last Sunday, you were not playing next Sunday. But we've seen players come back from it now. So it's been very inconsistent. The fact that he practiced on Friday, to me, says he's probably in good shape. But if we don't hear it later this afternoon that, yep, you know, we know like a, a Schefter-type report saying, yeah, Mara Cooper uh, is expected to be cleared from the concussion protocol, et cetera, et cetera, that worries me. But I, I can see Mari playing this week. One more. I got one yeah. quick one. If Geno Smith plays, if Geno Smith plays, JSN is in play this week, Okay um jason is starting to get starting to get some volume they are trying to get him more involved i see dk struggling this week so i think they're gonna have to go somewhere else with the ball um i think jason is gonna have to be highly active this week to stay in this with the niners there you go <laughs> and last comment this one made me laugh here so for the dude that doesn't drink aka mike who hasn't drank for seven years he says to quit the sauce is okay but that's no excuse not to party listen Mike is a power lifter, okay, for us. If you see this guy's quad, he competes. Quad. He competes at powerlifting. So this guy knows how to potty. It's just I actually also – I do party. I just don't drink. There you go. Ooh, I, I, I am, like your style then. <laughs> dude, I, I am an alcohol – I am an alcohol enabler. I'm an alcohol enabler. Oh, my gosh. People he get likes the getting everybody else sauce. Because I don't drink. I'm like, ah, it's fine. I'll give you a ride home. Don't worry about it. People wake up the mm -hmm. next day and like, what the fuck happened? Oh, Mike happened. That's what happened. That's Mike. Yeah. Mike kept shoving drinks my way. Yeah, the thing yep. people don't know about Mike. Well, maybe people should know about Mike if you've been a long time listener to the show. Is that it's, are you? You're the president now of your company, right? Or your vice president? Yes. So. Yep. Yeah, we have a uh, 21 restaurants, 2,500 employees. Yeah, that's so, awesome. So Mike, Mike is a big wig in the in the uh, the food and entertainment industry, and we know that those industry folks, there's industry night for a reason. So we know Mike mm -hmm. knows how to get after it, even if it doesn't include the sweet liquor that is alcohol. But that's okay. Listen, I retired after a Hall of Fame career. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Exactly, exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in with us. Every single week this week for our flex plays, we're not going anywhere. We're still going to be here next week and beyond, but it's going to be a different format every single show. We're going to start diving into some of these rookies. We're going to start to put our dynasty hat on a little bit more. Of course, we're going to be here to start to answer your start sit questions to help you dominate your playoffs. But just as the calendar shifts, so does the content on this program. We're just getting started. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Go check it out, dfsarmy.com, dfsarmy.com. Follow the link in the show description below. Get a VIP membership. If you're out of the playoffs, this is mm. the time to switch to DFS, baby. And guess what? Like mm -hmm. we said at the start of the show, every single week, every single day, literally day, we have members that are winning real money, thousands of dollars. They're posting them on social media. They're posting them in the Discord. We had the receipts go check it out dfsarmy.com go check out brandon adam mike dickinson and flex shane of course we are the dfs army fantasy football show boys good luck in your playoff run let's get going baby let's print some cash Sheesh.